Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today. This is Sue Taylor on Faith to Live By. You know, we live in a world where great emphasis is put on outward beauty. Extreme makeovers and plastic surgery is at an all-time high. You know, it's not wrong to want to look your best, but the Bible plainly teaches that inward beauty far outweighs the outward. In fact, even with plastic surgery, expensive creams, and extreme makeovers, we will still one day grow old and our beauty will fade. Proverbs chapter 31 tells us that charm is deceptive, beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Some time back, I had the opportunity to be a judge in a beauty contest. After interviewing 37 girls, some very cute, some very beautiful outwardly, I was most impressed with the inner beauty of some of the girls, and that is the beauty which impresses and pleases God the inner beauty of the soul. In the book of Peter, we are admonished to not let our beauty come, and I'm speaking mainly to women now, to come from the outward adornment, such as braiding the hair and the wearing of gold jewelry and fine clothes. But instead, it should be that of your inner self, the Bible says, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. There is something so captivating about inner beauty. We are drawn to it, but we must look for it and not be taken in with only the outward beauty. An experience that is forever embedded in my mind is when I was 17 years old and had the chance to have dinner with a couple in Los Angeles, California, and these were business people. And when I arrived and was introduced to the couple, a husband and a wife, I was taken back by how handsome the man was and how plain and unhandsome the woman appeared. However, after 30 minutes with this woman, my eyes were open to see how truly beautiful she was. She was truly beautiful in spirit, and everyone who knew her loved her and admired her, and over the years I have learned much from this graceful woman. In studying the life of Sarah, Abraham's wife, I also was amazed to learn that even in old age, this woman was sought after and even captured by kings for her beauty. And I thought, well, she lived in a time where oil of Olay was non-existent and not to mention her travels in a dry, hot desert, which not only must have parched the land, but I'm sure could also parch the skin. But as I studied, I found that her inward beauty caused her to be even more beautifully outward, beautiful outwardly. And I found the two, I believe, key ingredients to her inner beauty. I want you to listen to this passage, women of God, which describes Sarah. It says, let not yours be the merely external adorning with elaborate interweaving and knotting of the hair. 
the wearing of jewelry or changes of clothes, but let it be the inward adorning and beauty of the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible and unfading charm of a gentle and peaceful spirit, which is not anxious or wrought up, but is very precious in the sight of God. For it was thus that the pious women of old who hoped in God were accustomed to beautify themselves and were submissive to their husbands. It was thus that Sarah obeyed Abraham, following his guidance and acknowledging his headship over her by calling him Lord. And you are now her true daughters if you do right and let nothing terrify you, not giving way to hysterical fears or letting anxieties unnerve you. There you have it, ladies. It's the word of God, not my own opinion, but it is what God declares for his daughters. Submission, submission to God, submission to her husband, to those around her. I believe the two ingredients for Sarah's beauty outwardly and inwardly, first of all, was her quiet submission to not only God, but to her husband. I believe this submission caused her to have a quiet resolve that kept her from stress and anxiety. She trusted her husband to do what was best for her because she knew that her husband loved God and that God would lead her husband. Us women today can learn a powerful lesson from Sarah. We need to trust our husbands in their headship as leader of the home. When we are wrought up and anxious about many things, it shows on our face. We look older. We look more frazzled and weary. And how many of those things do we take on ourselves when we should be letting our husbands do them for us? Just as we live in a world where much emphasis is put on the outward appearance, so we live in a world where we are not taught to submit to husbands and to trust them. In fact, we are admonished to do our own thing and to sometimes usurp authority over our husbands. I believe that Sarah could submit to Abraham because she first had learned to submit to her God. I believe she trusted God to take care of her first, and he did as long as she submitted to him and to her husband. And even when her husband was wrong, God still took care of her. He came through for her. He protected her because she feared God and she obeyed and submitted to her husband. I'll never forget the story of my friend in Portland, Oregon. She is a godly woman, and she and her husband, a surgeon, did a lot of missionary work within their church. And in fact, her husband was raised on the mission field. This friend of mine is the epitome of what I would call a gentle and quiet spirit in the Lord. She is a woman of prayer, but she wasn't always like this. She told me a story once where her and her husband were invited to dinner as missionaries and they were served nothing but shellfish. Now, my friend was very allergic to shellfish. And when she saw what was on her plate, she glanced at her husband with a plea of help. He softly mouthed the words, just eat it. She said she was so angry at the moment to think that he had no more compassion on her for her than to let her get sick over eating this fish. But she said she prayed a prayer and said, God, I submit to you and to my husband and respect these people that are serving us this dinner. She ate the fish and she never got ill. In fact, after eating that fish, she was never again allergic to shellfish. 
She is convinced that it was her submission to her husband and to God in prayer that caused her not to get ill and to be totally healed. The second ingredient for Sarah's true beauty was that she did fear her God. She knew that he could keep her in every circumstance. She did not need to fear man, for her fears were not founded in man. But her fear, for her fears also she sometimes felt were founded in man. She knew that God was not the author of fear. That he is an all-powerful God who is over man, even though at times we fear man. In fact, scripture teaches us that the fear of man is a snare, but he that trusts in God shall be safe. Submission to one another and fear of God brings us such soul rest that we need not be wrought up or anxious over situations. And when we are at peace, we are not only feel beautiful, but we are beautiful and it's from the inside out. Trust your God today. Lean not onto your own understanding and let him be your inward beauty. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-417. 451-5636.